Does your happy trail look more like a happy highway? Does your bush peek out over your fence? If you had to even think about the answer, you need the revolutionary products from Manscaped. Success is when preparation meets opportunity. And Manscaped's Platinum Package will make sure you're prepared when opportunity strikes. So join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT. And we're recording. And we're recording. Are you imitating me in like a gay Michael Jackson voice? Is that what Are you like imitating about? me in a gay Michael Jackson voice? Oh, got- there you go. Now, now he puts some bass in his voice. <laughs> Are you imitating me in a gay Michael Jackson voice? <laughs> uh, that's, the, that's the voice I hear in my phone calls. <laughs> that's the voice oh, voice phone calls. <laughs> hey. I want to rape your intestines. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I want to make that brown hole blue. <laughs> you know what? Osmar said to me this morning. We're at the gym. And I said something. I was like, I don't care. I forget what he was talking about, but I was just like, I don't care. And he's like, he's like, no, I don't care. I'm a white man with the blue eye and the green eye. And I have no problems because I'm a CD scene and my butthole pink. <laughs> I was like, what does that have anything to do with it? And it was not. That's a, a beautiful that's a purple starfish. On. That's what uh, that's what um, we all foreigners think of Americans, to be honest. That's a pretty spot out impression. Oh, <laughs> really? I thought of. Yeah, that's like wow. Look at him. <laughs> he's he's one of us. All right, we're gonna do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome. The greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Moe? Heidi ho, neighbor. I, um, I just I just noticed that there's a huge cum scene on the pillow that I have to sit next to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gross. <laughs> I hope you don't take a nap on that later. hundreds of thousands of my potential children died on this fabric i hope the american government doesn't come after me and i'm about to tell you those are not your children i fell asleep in your apartment (laughs) oh god you know what a while back this okay so this is interesting a while back my best friend rest in peace Charlie and I lived together in Chicago and we just moved in together. And without his permission, I gave a copy of our key to a friend of mine to sleep over in lieu of driving home drunk because he lived in the suburbs. And we wrote about this in one of our episodes of the, of of our um, sitcom. So, so uh, one day I came home 
and my laptop was open on my bed and there was a crunchy sock on the bed. <laughs> and I was like, who does this belong to? And I, and I approached my roommate, Charlie and said, did, did you like look at porn on my bed and like splurge into one of my socks? I mean, like I support masturbation because you can't get an STD from that, but why would you use one of Come my on. socks? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, and he was so offended that I asked him. It was that, it ended up being my other friend that I let stay at my apartment. I had to take the oh key back God. from him. But uh, but but Charlie was like, "Are you fucking? How can you ask me that?" I'm like, it's a valid question. Look at my perspective, you know. Um, but whenever I see a cum stain, I think about my my best friend who's no longer with us. <laughs> oh, rest in peace. I guess you can really say he's stuck with you all these years. He's stuck huh? with me. <laughs> oh Lord, oh Lord, Charlie. So what's new with you? <laughs> <laughs> so I got these two news stories that are just too good. I had to bring up to you because I know you're not really big the news. No way. <laughs> so, I listened to um, the Daily Show with Tra- uh, Show Trevor Noah. Great. Trevor Noah, actually, his wacky Trump impression is what got me to feel free enough to decide to try my own. Because I was like, this guy doesn't give a fuck. And it's not like even a good impression, but it's funny. And it's like, he's like, just so like. I love him. He almost looks like a little kid. You know what I mean? He's just having so much fun with it. And I was like, okay, this is hilarious. And then I decided to do it. And then I was like, oh, shit, I'm pretty good at this. And then I got going with my Trump. So I can thank Trevor Noah for giving me the inspiration to uh, have fun and try a little Trump. Okay. And then he just came into my life and I just won't go away. Okay? <laughs> just like the FBI has to come in. Okay. It's just the whole, whole thing. They took all my papers. Okay. Including the pictures I have of Ivanka. I mean, well, what is this mic on? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Trump's going to go to jail, bruh. I think so. I think so. Uh, actually, one of the news stories, I would say, uh, relates to him so i'll get right into that one and uh this one from usa today brought me nothing but pure joy because a florida man on wednesday commissioned a plane to pull one of those sky banners with the message ha 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 and fly over mar-a-lago as like Trump supporters were rallying outside to protest the FBI search on the house. Yeah. (laughs) And it was this guy, Thomas Kennedy. Yeah. Him and his buddies paid like 1800 bucks to fly the banner for four hours (laughs) (laughs) over the property. (laughs) And he was like, uh, when uh, interviewed, he was like, we thought it would be funny. Said Kennedy. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. And he's like, from our perspective, Trump is a bully, and we wanted to give him a taste of his own medicine. Uh, he's 31, and he said the message was for Trump and his supporters who gathered near the state for a third day this week. And he said, my message to them would be, do something better with your time. <laughs> uh, and then when asked if he would do it again, he said, I would do it again 100%. So. That's I awesome. Think that's the kind of man. Yeah, right. That's the kind of man. Mazel to world. you, man. Yes. That, that's great. You know what? When <laughs> when they when they overturned the Roe versus Wade decision, um, that weekend I was at the beach and they were flying um uh over the beach at Rockaway in New York, which is pretty progressive 
all this yeah. stuff about abortions, murder, all these uh, banners is ridiculous. And I was like, uh, in New York, are you kidding me? So I feel like eye for an eye, bitch. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. That's the kind of man we need in this world. He's a great man, an intelligent man, a hilarious man. That's why I'm declaring Thomas Kennedy, the Frat Chat Podcast's first ever hero of the week. That is hilarious. We salute you, sir. I uh, salute you. Yes. And if I if I wasn't married. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And I'm not married, so come on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, man. That's that's like the the kind of wholesome, harmless trolling that we all need in this life. Because I mean, come on, dude. And people defending that shit are like, their the argument right now is if they can do it to a former president. They can do it to you. It's like you should see what they do to regular people when they ramstack their houses with a yeah. war and shit. It's like, what are you talking about? Are you arguing that this guy should have like more privileges than us? I thought everybody was the same under the law. Like a fucking federal judge has to sign off on this warrant. It's not like not like some guy just like, oh, we're gonna go raid his property. It's like, dude, I mean, you see the type of documents that are on there. I get it. It's like a really serious. It's about offense like nuclear here. warfare. Yes, like it's really bad. And you know the guy's connections. Like it's like not even like politicizing this. If you take Donald Trump's name out of the equation and you put anybody else in it, it would be a really serious fucking thing. But again, like these people live in this entitled world where they think that they should be able to do shit that no one else can. And even your roommate agrees. See it? <laughs> that was a sneeze. A sneeze of justice. <laughs> <laughs> and it, but it's like ridiculous. It's like, why do people get brainwashed to argue for a rich guy to have more leniency in a world where he's allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants, dude? Like, whatever he wants. It's like, come on, just enough is enough. But anyways, story number two, which I okay. also read from USA Today. They're on fire. And this is the other side of the Florida coin. Uh, this one is a Florida man falls through ceiling and robs California gas station. Oh, my God. Was it Ron Prendamano? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it wasn't me officers i swear <laughs> so uh police said that joseph martin 28 years old of florida burglarized a valero gas station uh in chico uh, california after falling through the roof of the building at 3 a.m a few days ago now while reviewing the surveillance footage at the gas station, because everybody knows that gas stations have fucking cameras all around, uh, this police officer from the Chico Police Department, uh, Corey Barrow, said he noticed the guy, uh, the thief, was wearing like pretty distinct clothing. It was like something that you would point out. Now, at around 2.15 p.m. on Thursday, uh, this other cop was off in an unrelated call somewhere else, when he said he noticed someone wearing similar clothing to what was described in this burglary. So after making contact with the cop, they confirmed this the same fucking clothes. And this guy went and was arrested uh, somewhere else for unrelated crime. And now he's in jail and he's facing charges for commercial burglary. What was his outfit? 
they didn't specify and they didn't take pictures. But it's- it must have been really bad. So I'm assuming these cops are probably straight men, and these straight men are able to point yeah, out. Yeah, noticing. <laughs> it had been a really bad outfit. He was wearing like assless chaps. <laughs> yeah, maybe like clown makeup. Who knows? But like yeah. Florida, get it? I mean, are you shocked? With dick for a nose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. If you're gonna go around committing crimes, change your fucking clothes first, you idiot. Like, what kind of moron are you, Florida man? And that's why he is getting the Frat Chat Podcast second idiot of the week. He has to get it. He's a fucking idiot. Support for today's episode comes from True Classic. This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man can buy. Finding the right t-shirt with big old guns and a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating. I mean, most t-shirts are way too tight in the wrong places or look way too big and boxy in others. If you're spending countless hours at the gym trying to look good, why not spend five minutes to finally get a t-shirt that fits right? True Classic has already helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit at an affordable price. Plus, our listeners get access to the absolute best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 25% off with the code FRATCHAT at trueclassic.com. I heard a while back, this is unrelated, sort of, but um, some guy broke into a gas station and stole a bunch of scratch-off tickets. And then I think one of them won, but they were uh, registered to that gas station. Yeah. Did you know that that, that lotto tickets, like the scratch-offs, are registered to the station that it was purchased from? I'm sure, because... Because you gotta have some kind of insurance to, you know, make sure someone doesn't steal it. In this case, like that. I was like, that's a rookie move. I wouldn't know that, but I also wouldn't go stealing stuff, dude. I look like a samurai. They would be scared of me with my hair looking like this. I look like a fucking. <laughs> I could. Like, I could do some damage. Uh, you look like Tom Cruise and uh, that movie, The Last Samurai. But yeah. yeah but not, but not during the movies. After filming the movie, when he's fucking his gay boyfriend, and he's just like, "Hold my man bun." <laughs> <laughs> Is it a man bun or handlebars? I don't know. <laughs> and it's only uh, room for one hand, so it's like a rodeo. Like, Yee-hay! yeah. <laughs> you know what you do? Stay on. <laughs> you call your lover by the wrong name, and you hold on to dear life to see how long you can you can keep penetrating before they push you off. <laughs> I heard that as uh, you tell them you have herpes and then you try to stay on. <laughs> so they fight harder when you think that you have herpes. <laughs> Ooh, that used to be like a joke in the in the frat. I remember that they would yeah. say you call the girl by the wrong name and then you hold on for dear life, which is really yeah. kind of disgusting you, uh, that was a bad was joke one, but um there was one called the abe lincoln did you remember the abe lincoln? what's that you were you supposedly trim your pubes the night before and then you leave him off in like your nightstand or something and then you uh having sexy time with someone and then you you know you finish on their face and then you grab the pubes and slap them <laughs> 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 and then put a top hat on them and take a picture <laughs> I mean, that's, that's hilarious. 
but still incredibly <laughs> offensive, and we don't condone the behavior yes. of Brad Shack. Yes, no, never, never do that. Uh, <laughs> that's so fucked up. You probably deserve jail time if you do that. <laughs> but, but it's a pretty funny concept. <laughs> Imagine, you ever heard the flipper? You're that judge. <laughs> yeah, what's the, the flipper? The flipper is, is if, you, if you're screwing a a. a girl doggy style but you mistakenly put it in the wrong hole and she goes oh god actually i did hear the flipper oh my god some girl in the jersey shore talked about the flipper oh really <laughs> got flashbacks to that show like 12 Must have been years a classy ago. broad oh yes absolutely, absolutely so what's what's on the agenda today what are we talking about the world's pretty divided these days mr mao yeah over here in america you got political divisions yeah, people acting like cats and dogs every day. Everywhere else in the world, honestly, is not doing so much better. So that's why we here at the Frat Chat Podcast are here to stop the division and settle some arguments before you even have them. Because this week, we're talking hot cakes, baby. No, not hot cakes. Hot takes. I'm just hungry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like hot cakes too, man. <laughs> They're delicious. <laughs> Now, we're going to have a conversation about several possibly controversial hot takes. We're going to step a little maybe toe the line. And we're going to get down to the bottom of these so you don't have to. That way, you don't have to face fight your drunk uncle that says the N-word from time to time during the holidays again. Got it? Okay, good. That's right. Yeah, everybody has that uncle. I don't because my family's cool, but, you know. You guys. I do, unfortunately. Actually, I think he died this past year. Oh... Fellas, let me tell you something I learned in college. Having a good grooming routine down below is very important because you never know when someone's going to text you at three in the morning and be all like, hey, you up? So your boys got to be ready. The Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite products. Inside this platinum package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the ultra premium body wash, the ultra premium two in one shampoo plus conditioner, the ultra premium deodorant, the crop preserver anti chafing ball deodorant, the crop reviver ball spray toner, the anti chafing boxers, and the shed travel bag to hold your goods while traveling. This bad boy stacked, Mr. Mo. The lawnmower four. Body trimmer and weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer features proprietary advanced skin safe technology to protect your delicate parts and holes. Both are waterproof so you can shave with less mess. In addition to shaving, you can now completely upgrade your shower routine with the ultra premium body wash and ultra premium two-in-one shampoo plus conditioner. You'll have your skin and hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. Don't forget to apply their aluminum-free ultra premium deodorant for that cologne quality scent on the go. And of course, we shouldn't save a signature scent for pits, folks. So use the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner to make sure your go-to smell is top shelf and not sweaty balls. Like Sebo's cousin Billy. That boy stings. Yeah. So Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Platinum Package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. The Platinum Package 4.0 covers all bases from head to toe. 
and hair to ball fro. So make sure you get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code FRATCHAT. Use the platinum package because the gold standard is no longer good enough. You know, I, I had I had someone in my family pass away that I thought had already passed away. Did I tell you oh, about that? No. And That's my crazy. mom called me. She's like, I have some bad news. I was like, what's that? She's like, so-and-so passed. And I was like, wait, what? And she's like, uh-huh, yes, we're all very upset. And I'll tell your dad that 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 you'll that you're thinking of him. And um and I was like, uh, I thought he was already dead. And she's like, Me too, baby, I'll call you later. But but we <laughs> I we just don't we just don't have a good relationship with a lot of people on our extended family. And I really honestly got I thought that he had already I thought I thought that he was really sick and then didn't make it. Uh, but I guess he I'm pulled sorry, through wait. and then got sick again and then whose funeral did I go to? Right. <laughs> He's like crying who's, at this funeral. Who's, ah! dead, <laughs> whose dead corpse did I steal jewelry off of? Yeah. Whose dead corpse did I rip out the tongue and lick my stamps with? Somebody tell me that. It's like hugging the thing. Why? Stealing the watch. Who is that guy? <laughs> Didn't he have a gold tooth? Can I see it one last time? I'm going to string that bitch and wear it around my neck. That was real gold? Oh, let me just say goodbye to him. <laughs> exactly. I oh, love it. So, okay. This, this first hot take right here, I think, is one that. Uh, Everybody can get on board with. Start things nice and light. We're going to go with sweet or savory. Okay. I'm totally team savory. I don't know why I'm doing this with my hand. Looks like I'm juggling it's, balls. Or you're, or you're <laughs> touching lots of buttholes. Ooh, at the same time. That's pretty peanut, 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 peanut butter. <laughs> Definitely a lot of peanut butter. Ew, this one has jelly. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think? So you said savory? Yeah. Oh, dude. I'm actually – I got to go for sweet because, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, one of my favorite things to do is like, eat, like, a cheeseburger or something like that. But whatever I have, like, a craving, it's usually a sweet tooth. It's usually – I want some chocolate. I want some dulce de leche. I want some – I don't know, some brownie. I think this – I think this question and the answer to this question tells a person their maturity. Because when we're younger, sweets are always used as a reward for eating a, a gross dinner with vegetables or it's used at a celebratory event. And so we kind of correlate sweets with like a party. And so it's fun. But as we've gotten when your, older, when your girlfriend asks you to go down on her, you know, it's yeah, 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 yeah. But she I, gives you candy. Yeah, you know. I was like, oh, that's disgusting. There's the skittles in there. You got to find it. Oh, okay. Ooh, it's a yeah. one. But as we've gotten older, I've noticed that the savory items that I prefer to eat now are actually worse for me from a health standpoint. Huh. Like what? So, what's a Carbs. Mm, but carbs are so good, dude. Like carbs are the best. But they're not good for you. And so if I want something <laughs> outlandishly sinful, it's gonna be savory. Yeah. And moderation carbs are good for you because carbs are energy. So 
the whole rumor that they're just terrible for you all around, it's it's not true. But you got to have enough carbs. You got to have enough protein. You got to have enough of everything. But when I was a swimmer, for example, we had to load up on carbs because you burn a lot of energy and stuff. And if you don't have enough carbs in you, you build up lactic acid and then your fucking arms get all heavy and tired. That's a whole thing. So it's just about balance. So your mom would make you a box of spaghetti? Like, this is just for Carlitos. He swam today. We would eat a fucking, like, bowl of spaghetti that big before swim meets. And I would just have, like... The biggest stomach ache. Like, uh, how am I supposed to swim now? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, yeah. I watched Michael Phelps deep throat three Indians pretzels like it was nothing. Yeah, I'm sure. And he's a big dude, too. He's like really big dude. And he has to. And at the level that he swims at, I'm sure he was eating something like at least ten to 15,000 calories a day. Yeah. At the very least, because man, like I can't imagine, I can't imagine the kind of training that he does, and at, at the level that he does it, I can't imagine surviving otherwise. And again, he's such a big dude, and he's so lanky and shit that he, I mean, he's he's built perfectly for swimming. That was the thing. Super flexible yeah, ankles. Yeah, no, uh, he can. You know that he can bend over and touch his toes and grab it. I mean, wait, what? I don't know that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that too. He came to a bunch of parties back in the day. He would uh, always hook up with like the female equivalent to a herb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gotta take what you can get, right? <laughs> but he, even though he had the banging body, he still had like like the jaw of a fucking orangutan looking like, yeah. mm, right, I'm Michael Phelps. Yo, dude, you're yeah, not, yeah, you're not got- eating this vagina with that kind of mouth. <laughs> he got better looking as he got older and he grew a beard. Some people, a beard does wonders for you guys. So, if you've ever been called ugly, you're <laughs> a beard, guys. <laughs> I know some people that without their beards, they would never get girls. And, but then, <laughs> then they shave and they're like, see, it's like, ah, that's uh-huh. what you really look like. You Where's your chin? You what? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what's next on this list? Okay. Moving on next. Uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? I think yes. I think it's delicious. I think people fry it for no reason, just because they want to be hateful. But pineapple and ham, or pineapple and bacon on pizza, is fucking amazing. It gives it a sweet and savory mix of awesomeness that just—I mean—it just goes so well. It's sacrilegious, and someone's Italian grandma is rolling in her fucking grave because it does not belong on pizza. Well, that grandma's probably racist, so fuck her. She should be rolling in her goddamn grave in hell. <laughs> I think if you want to put pineapple on pizza, then call it something different because it's not pizza. It is still pizza. What do you mean? It's the same thing. It's just a little sweet. Have you ever tried it? Have you ever tried it? Yes. It is delicious. It's okay, but it's not pizza to me. Oh, you see? You see? You say it's okay, but you know you like it. The, the face you made <laughs> it showed just, me. You guys can see it. Listen, the bacon, well, he made a face. ham is good. Pineapple is yeah. good. Pizza is yeah. good. But, yeah. but oh, I don't think it belongs Ooh. together. Oh, it belongs together. Let me tell you. Sushi, I love. Skittles, I love. Do they belong together? No. That's oh, not sushi. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you sound you sound like Ted Cruz or something. Two men don't belong together, okay? <laughs> Do sushi and Skittles belong together? 
No. <laughs> is that why you're wearing a red shirt? <laughs> I knew it. It is. And I'm about to take, I'm about to leave this heat wave and go to, to Mexico on vacation. To Mexico. Yeah, to Mexico. <laughs> I'm going to leave my dog at home. <laughs> yes. And with Mario, too. He can't come. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I firmly believe that pineapple does not belong on pizza. And I don't care who knows it. And I don't care what anyone has to say about it. I don't think it belongs on pizza. Wow. Mr. Pizza to me is like uh, uh, traditional Italian cuisine. And I think that pineapple is a slap in the face to traditional Italian cuisine. Now, here's where you have it. Where I'm going to checkmate you right here. The pizza that you have here in America, because my brother just got married in Italy, and my mom mm-hmm. was there and had a lot of pizza, obviously. The pizza that you have here in America doesn't look anything like the pizza in Italy, as a matter of fact. This is like an Americanized version that you guys have here. The pizza in Italy is more like the margarita type here. Where it's like more saucy and like the mutts and stuff. It's kind of like gloves, and it's simpler. It's much more like a flatbread type situation. Uh, I'm open to that. Here. So you guys, by design, the pizza you have here is a betrayal of what's going on over there. So why does it matter if you got a little pineapple? I don't disagree with that. But why Why are you going to throw more salt in the wound with pineapple? We've uh, already fucked actually, it. You want to fuck up more? Yeah, it's a little sugar actually in the wound to sweeten it because you've been adding a lot of, a lot of salt in there. We'll agree to disagree on this, but I think our, 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 our <laughs> listeners will agree with me. Thank you. Next topic. I think our listeners will be like, who is the guy with the man bun? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to disagree with him. But what I, <laughs> I, I'm a samurai bun ready to get road. <laughs> The ladies may have push-up bras, and guys have these tees. We want to show off our best assets, but we're never given the right fit to do so. Fellas, you're wearing the wrong clothes. You need true classic. Their tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. It's the perfect fit. The perfect fit? The perfect fit! It's time to highlight your greatest attributes with a t-shirt you can always confidently throw on. Let's face it, it's tough to find a great fitting tee at a low price these days. It's either too tight in the wrong places or totally not tight enough. It's a struggle. So you have to spend all this money just to get a good fitting tee? It's not cool! But thanks to True Classic Tees, my life is different now, Mr. Mo. They make sure I look good and feel good, too. Plus, they make excellent streetwear and workout tees, too. And they don't break the bank. Not only are you finally getting a t-shirt designed for the male body, but the first thing you'll notice is how soft it is. There are plenty of t-shirt brands out there, but these will be the staple shirts in your closet that you want to wear every day. And True Classic doesn't just stop at tees. They're your one-stop shop for all men's essentials. It's super easy and simple to fill out your wardrobe, too. From polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit to boxer briefs designed with a pouch to keep your bulge nice and comfortable, all their gear is top-notch quality at an affordable price. Accentuate those pristine, juicy muscles you work so hard for with their active wear crew necks. 
They are moisture wicking, prevent body odor, and will get you noticed. Plus, they have this dope pack builder on their website where you can custom bundle all their essential products and save even more than the discount we're offering you today. And for any of the big boys out there, they have long body options for the tall guys and XX. XL sizing. When you wear True Classic, you may even start lifting more reps because when you look good, you feel good. The ladies love it, the dads eat it up, and the boys will thank you for it. It's about time you learn how to dress yourself properly. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic. Get 25% off at trueclassic.com with promo code FRATCHAT. Free shipping included on purchases over $100. That's 25% off at trueclassic.com with promo code FRATCHAT. Strengthen your core wardrobe with True Classic today. Okay, so our next one, I think is an easy one. iPhone versus Android. iPhone all the way. Yeah, iPhone. Well, here's here's where I have to give it. I love iPhone. I'm an iPhone guy. I have to give it to it as a technicality, though, because it's Android does have better technology as far as the phone goes. But iPhone, especially for like us, we're comedians and we need to create content and stuff. It's more designed for people like us than an Android is. It's it's more compatible with other people's phones as most other people have iPhones. So you can do better stuff in group chats. So a lot more going on as far as entertainment goes in an iPhone iMovie is a saving grace. iMovie is a saving grace, again, for creating content. Uh, Really, an iPhone was created to go along uh, with an artist's life. And I have a a Mac computer, so it's compatible with that. And I just go back and forth between the two products. Uh, It's amazing. Meanwhile, I couldn't do that with an Android. And the worst, dude, is when you're in a group chat. And all of a sudden, your text comes up green because one asshole has a fucking Android oh, in there. It's like, who is the 100%. asshole with the Android? And <laughs> who because of is that, the monster? Yeah, and because of that, <laughs> I don't get those little three dots to see if someone's thinking. I don't yeah. get to see any like sent receipts. Yeah. Uh, or, links you know, and red. things don't show up the same. Yeah, it's uh, horrible. Yeah, when you like stuff, it sends... Uh, like a message saying like so-and-so liked it and it's like a whole annoying thing yeah it's annoying as shit so iphone all the way i gotta until android is able to jump on the bandwagon with technology and maybe partner with iphone with with apple uh i'm never going to appreciate an android i'm also never going to appreciate socks with sandals what kind of monster are you with socks and sandals? <laughs> yeah, socks. That's our next one, guys. Socks with sandals. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Yesterday, I took Stella out, and I was too lazy to take my socks off or find shoes. It was like, do I put on? Do I put on shoes? I don't want to do that. Do I take off my my socks? Put on sandals? So I just went, but I just went to the corner, and I knew damn well that I was committing a crime. Yes, you were. Humanity. I was in like my pajamas though, so I did not give a fuck. I knew I already looked awful. So it's a crime against humanity, guys. You cannot wear socks with sandals. You look stupid. It's like you look stupid. You can't. I've had people tell me it's cold, then put on shoes. I've had people tell me shoes. My my toes don't look great. I need a pedicure. Then put on shoes. Then put on shoes. Yeah. Yeah, just put on shoes. Or like I just don't there's no scenario. Where I think anybody will ever look good or cool. Now, the day I'm like 75 years old, 
maybe I just won't give a fuck. Or even after, even after 70, once I hit 70, maybe I just won't give a fuck enough then where it's fine. You don't care what you look like. Like when I went out with Stella, didn't care. I just didn't give a fuck. If I could go out there like that all day, I'd feel great relief in my life. <laughs> but not yet. Not yet. Well, once we're older. As far as I'm concerned, we're every time someone good. shows up to the beach wearing socks oh, and those thong flip-flops, yeah, a kitten dies. I don't care what everybody says. It's killing kittens. Like and that can't be comfortable, especially like sand coming up on your socks too. Like, how can you wear socks at the beach, dude? Like, what? The beach is not designed to wear socks on. You gotta go. Like, come on, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you, socks with sandals. If you're doing it, you're doing it wrong. I'd rather someone be barefoot than wear socks with sandals. Wait, wait, wait. you're wearing those? Nah, get out. <laughs> Ugh. Um, get out. So I'm not sure how you feel about this next topic, but. In Chicago, it is a cardinal sin to put ketchup on a hot dog. What's uh, your take? Julie and I were actually talking about this. I like ketchup on a hot dog. <gasps> I think it's wonderful. I like to I like to see because here's the thing. I like to sauce up my dogs. So I like to put a little like melted cheese on there, a little relish, a little mustard, a little ketchup, and just go to town. Maybe some like crushed up chips. Uh like ruffles chips or something like that, you know. Mm-mm. Even some okay. Let me onions. tell you what is in a traditional <laughs> Chicago dog. Some chopped up pickles. It's gonna be either a toasted or steamed poppy seed bun, and and watch out, people. If you're getting drug tested, um, poppy seeds can sometimes show up or mimic marijuana. Really? Poppy seeds? Yeah, have you lot of poppy seeds. That can what? that can trigger um, uh, drugs on a on a on a p test. Wow! Did you ever no see that idea. Seinfeld episode? No, I don't think I have. Wait, maybe that's an old wives' tale. Let me Google that real quick. Um, poppies, seeds, um, test. Uh, drug test. Yes, it can. Eating poppy seeds before a drug test could give you a positive result. You oh my god! To happen, even bagels, cakes, or muffins sprinkled with poppy seeds can cause a positive urine drug test, according to various case studies and other research. This is from Healthline.com, you guys, mm-hmm. which is uh, pretty on top of this shit. So, damn. Now, wow. and That's okay, so, so, Osmar was telling me that. That hot dogs in Brazil are like an entire meal in a bun. They might even put like an egg on yeah, it, like all yeah, sorts of yeah, stuff. Yeah, same in Venezuela. That's where I put all the shit on it. So uh, in Chicago, though, which I think should be the gold standard of the United States, it's uh, toasted or steamed poppy seed bun, uh, all beef frankfurter, right? Um, or Vienna beef, you know what I mean? Uh, and then you top it with. Some people do yellow mustard, but I think traditionally it's like a Dijon, like a spicy mustard. Okay. Got a good-looking bright green relish, fresh okay. chopped onions, uh, juicy red tomato wedges okay. in lieu of ketchup. Um, you're going to have a kosher-style kosher pickle spear. Okay. Some people will not do that because they have the, the relish. But technically speaking, you might you might find a a, a a pickle in there. A couple of spicy sport peppers that look like green beans, but they're actually sport peppers. Uh-huh. And then finally, a dash of celery salt. 
That yeah, that sounds great. Chicago dog. Well, technically, you don't really need ketchup when you have all that shit on there. Anyways, um, I think I more so put ketchup on it when I'm going lighter on things or when I just want to do a big sauce kibosh. Like, like when a burger, I do like ketchup, mayo. That's and, okay. Mayo? And, and mustard. You put mayo on mayo. a burger? Yeah, everybody puts mayo on a burger on the bus. What's your heart think about that? That definitely doesn't like it. <laughs> um, my I'm heart okay cries to hear you put mayo on burgers. But but if you're if if you're in a Chicago establishment, if you're at Portillo's or I don't know uh, at the Wrigley Field Stadium, you ask for a hot dog and they ask for ketchup on the hot dog, you're gonna you can hear an uh, audible uh, gasp across the entire stadium. Good luck walking back to your car. For public transit <laughs> without getting spit on. Hey, that's the guy that likes ketchup. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, so are you um I, I prefer hot dogs over hamburgers and I also prefer dogs versus cats. I love dogs over cats too, dude. Like dogs are so loyal and dependable. Like right now we're recording this and I have little Stella take a little nap right here by my feet just chilling being the coolest pup uh well my cat if you had a cat it would be like off somewhere doing whatever the fuck it wants cats are cool in their own way i'm not gonna lie i've grown to like cats as i get older but i would never get a cat over a dog like hell no but with cats when a cat because we had i've had a cat before when it wants to be cute it really can be like you're laying in bed and all of a sudden a little cat jumps up on your chest and it rubs its little face against yours and you wake up and it's like oh that's cute come here and it snuggles it's probably checking if you're alive because if you're not it's gonna eat what's to eat me <laughs> if you pass away in your house your cat will eat you within three days i mean your dog probably will too it's gonna get hungry um i i think that when couples get a cat they're not serious but when couples get a dog they are because to me a dog is closer to like having a child than a cat is because a cat is so self-sufficient like you don't you don't need to take it out you just let it shit in this box with its you know poop sand and then you change it periodically yeah, and um some stinky. people don't some people don't like prepare meals and people just leave like food throughout the day and cats will like graze when they want to um yeah. But but I think that like a dog is such a commitment, and so when when a couple's like, oh, we got a cat, I think to myself, y'all ain't love, you are not in love. <laughs> you probably poop with the water running too, because you don't want anybody to hear shit. You're not ready. You are not ready. Yeah, like the other day, I was literally like having a moment with Stella where she was being a little spoiled with her dinner, and I was like taking bits of it and just like hand feeding it to her. And it was adorable, but it was like kind of annoying at first. And then I thought to myself, like these are like the moments. I'm going to look back on when she's older or where she's gone. You know what I mean? I just have to say bye to sunshine. And it's like I have all these memories of her when she was younger, even little videos that I had posted on social media over the years, a couple of my memories. It's like those are the things I look back so fondly. So it's like, eh, you know, feed your dog by hand. Who gives a shit? Love it. Uh, it's like such a cool commitment thing to do. So, yeah, meanwhile, cats do their own thing. But some some cats are very loving. It just depends on the cat. They're very particular creatures. But I don't know. I did watch the documentary Hungover and Super Stone on a Sunday like 10 years ago on Netflix about cats. 
and uh, they're pretty damn cool creatures, though. Like they can fall off buildings and shit, like ten stories, and still not break their legs because they expand their legs like that, and basically their skin stretches, and they basically like, like, like they still fall fast, but they kind of parachutes them down, so it softens how far they're, how fast they're falling, and they don't break all their legs. Like a flying squirrel. Crazy. Yeah, kind of like that. So. Let uh, me ask you and something. Their night vision is crazy, and their hunting is crazy, and their smell, sense of smell. Uh, cats are pretty cool creatures. That's safe, but fuck that. Hope do you ever do you ever hand feed Julie? Does Julie watch you hand feed the dog? And it's like ugh, selfish. Actually, that I used have, to be uh, me. <laughs> I have Stella on one side with the right hand, and I have Julie over here with a cheeseburger, and she's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a baby bird. <laughs> Do you hang do you hang the the burger on a string in front of her face and got her to the the sink to wash dishes? <laughs> I, just, I just dangle it over her. <laughs> Follow me around. <laughs> Yikes! Works every time. Works every time. All right. So next we have one that. I have a feeling we'll agree on. God, tell your roommate, wait till the funny part. Uh, how do you feel about making your bed? Are you? Uh, do you do it? Do you not? Waste of time. Yeah. I only make it if I have company coming over. Because um, if, if they're going to see my room, then yeah, this should look presentable. But if I'm going to like wreck the sheets again, because I like move all over in my sleep. Like, yeah. I don't need oh, to look God. nice. Julie and Stella are... I mean, Stella will just kind of hog the space, but Julie like flails her limbs, her legs go flying, her blanket ends up on the ground. I have to give her her own specific blanket because she kept stealing ours, and they would end up on the fucking ground. So then I'm wake up freezing. I'm like looking around in my sleep <laughs> for a goddamn blanket, and then I see that it's just not on the bed at all. <laughs> and then well, Julie's like in the fetal position. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> You know, maybe Julie feels that because you're a hairy guy that you, you're already insulated. Yeah, I'm already warm. I'm good to go. It's good. But no, damn it. I will say there is nothing. There's few better feelings than when you lay down on your bed and it's nicely made and it's so comfy. And then you get on the freshly made sheets. You're like, ah, yes. But I'm just too fucking lazy to make my bed every day. I really am. I got to wash my sheets to today. Bed. <laughs> yeah, if that cushion's any indication, you probably Ugh, should. <laughs> my bed smells like sin right now. <laughs> Gross. Yikes. Uh, yeah, I'm not so even going to detail as to why, but I may or may not have lost a bet and I take one for the uh, team. Oh, um, <laughs> I hope it was a Tuesday. I hope it was a Taco Tuesday. <laughs> but I, I, when people. I, I had, a, I had an uncle who is the one that, that passed who was like a drill sergeant. He was in the military and then he spent the rest of his time as a drill sergeant. Uh, and he um, was very big about making your bed because it's it's it gets you um, – what's the word I'm looking for? It, 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 it gets you um, like prepared for your day. Um, like conditioned to be like meticulous about – everything and uh i i thought what a waste of time who cares that's your business that's true that's true that's fair that's if you fair. share a space yeah. with someone then that's a discussion you have to 
um, then that's what you have to discuss with your special someone. But if you're living by yourself, who gives a flying fuck? Yeah, that's definitely true. The military is not going to tell me nothing. <laughs> but it's also like, a, I don't know, they, the whole thing there is teaching you discipline and bullshit. So I guess it, you know. Um, do you like werewolves or vampires? What do you think is the more like like um, luxurious of the two? Mm-hmm. Or like luxurious, the, not luxurious, vampires. I guess, but but which ones are more like exciting? But, but badass wise, I gotta say, dude, I kind of think a werewolf is cooler. I think because I'm a hairy dude myself, I remind myself more of a werewolf, uh, and also my D and D character, Solrak the Destroyer. You can watch on Twitch.tv slash Nate Moonlife every Sunday. Kick some ass is a human who was bitten by a lichen, which is a werewolf. So every full moon, I turn to a werewolf and kick some ass hair. Uh, it's pretty badass stuff. So let me and get this straight. Just like, <laughs> when I hear the term werewolf, I think hairy Italian, if I'm being honest. What? But a hairy Italian? What? You just like the, the thinking of the full moon? He just turns like, oh God. Oh, oh, oh. And he's like, hey, Vinny, get me a fucking Vapo slice of Napoli, pizza. Eh? What are you doing? Hey, you fucking Grazie. coming over here to my goddamn neighborhood not bringing no fucking pizza? Get out of here. <laughs> but That's to me, like, to werewolf. <laughs> a werewolf doesn't live forever. Vampires do. <laughs> yeah. A werewolf is a badass once a month, whereas vampires are like always, ki- are always every night is fucking on it. So I feel like if there is a battle between the two, like obviously vampires going to win. And when people are like, oh, I'm team Jacob instead of being team Edward, I'm like, you're a loser. Now, were you thinking that they're all Italians because in Twilight, like I think there's like Italian werewolves. <laughs> No, I think that they cast Italians instead of actually casting like yeah. people of <laughs> native descent. <laughs> they, 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 they didn't use any uh, real uh, CGI werewolves. Uh, it was just very hairy Italians. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Come here, um, suck and bite you, Benny. Speaking uh, of, of but twice. I will say though, you can't a were uh, a vampire. Okay, sure. You got me on the whole. There, what? There are vampires all the time versus werewolf. Uh, once a full moon. Uh, yeah. What happens when the sun goes out? Biatch. Me, I just turned back into a human. Vampire boy is dead if he's not home. So you have a long time of the day where you know you're sleeping, and I can pull you out your little casket, just put it outside, and when you open that shit, when you're ready to come out, they ah, and then you're dead. So. I guess so, but don't werewolves typically live in like trailer parks? Yeah. Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, well, I guess they are... <laughs> they go through all their clothes so much they spend all their money, and then they eventually have to. You know, Vampires live in castles. That's true. They're very old. Now, but at the same, I don't know if I want to live forever. That's that's like it sounds cool on paper. But then everybody you love, unless you turn them into a vampire, will also die. And I feel like eventually I'm going to be ready to go. The cool thing is never aging. That's badass. Especially if you're turned at like when you're the prime of your life. Yeah. Like I've been turned like, like right when I'm like 30 or something. Like put me right there. Or even right now. Like turn me into a werewolf right now. Or not a werewolf. A vampire right now. And I'm happy. Before I'm like 50. 
<laughs> and afterwards, it's like, God damn it. <laughs> Totes. Okay, so speaking of like Twilight, um, do you prefer books or movies? Uh, I honestly prefer movies. Totes, uh, right? And I think, and I think people are so fucking such fucking nerds when they're like, oh, the book was so much better. It gave so much more detail. I feel like you could really see it better in the book. No, you can't. You can't see it much better. You're seeing it right here in front of your fucking face on the goddamn TV screen. Now, yeah. I, I have read books, mostly Harry Potter, where I'm like, sure, there was some cool stuff there that were left out of the movies, but it's cool. It's it's easier. I And I process things visually. I have to say some people process information by reading a lot of stuff and i do read a lot but i mostly like like i watch a lot of documentaries i watch things like that i like listening and i like watching as opposed to like well i feel like if i'm gonna watch if i I have time to set aside to actually watch an entire movie that's that's rare in itself because i'm a busy guy i'll have a whole week to commit to reading 24 hours a day yeah, that's that's a long through. process. I'm that's like, if it fair. if it was so exciting and, and entertaining, why did it take you so long? <sighs> totally. Like I could watch a three hour documentary on the World War II, which would give me all this information in my brain that would take me probably like two weeks to read myself. So I don't know. It's that's I'm, I'm I prefer visual and hearing. Uh, to process my information, but to each their own in that case. I think, I think so. the average person is able to retain more information if it's presented in a visually stimulating format Probably. with consistent breaks. When you have commercial breaks, that's a, that's a chance for you to go potty, get a bite to eat, to recharge. But if you're just sitting there with a book, oh, snooze fast. Yeah, Fuck I that. I fall asleep a lot. I fall asleep a lot, so I have to do it. Uh, do you uh, prefer... Um, uh, fiction or nonfiction? Please, uh, honestly, I don't really give a shit as long as the story is interesting. But if you're watching yeah. TV, it doesn't matter because I could watch a documentary and yeah. be like, yes, but I had, if I had to read that as an assignment in a book, there's no way. So oh, I don't know. I've seen some cool like murder books or like stuff about Jack the Ripper. I don't know. There's there's just cool stories on both ends of the spectrum. It's just I just rather look at it then. <laughs> and then plus then you can I don't, this sounds just gonna make me sound like such an ignorant fuck. But it's cool when there's pictures, but you can see pictures when you can see the face, you can see the actual killer in the movie. Yeah, you know what I mean? even if it's a reenactment, I still appreciate me. that more. Yeah. You remember when my mom thought that um oh What's his name? Zach Efron was really Ted Bundy. She's like, Ted Bundy was oh so handsome. God, yeah. Did you watch the movie? I'm like, yeah. that was acted. That wasn't him. Um, <laughs> Notice that it was an HD mom. <laughs> I know. What a mess. Okay. So, so uh, I mentioned, uh, I mentioned, you know, assignments in school a moment ago. And uh, when I was in school, um, you know, 50 years ago, we used to talk about <laughs> how, uh, you know, in five or 10 years, humans will be living both underwater and, and on space. And we haven't got there yet, but if you could pick one, would you rather live underwater or in space? Ooh, honestly, I'd rather live in space uh, because here's the thing. I'm terrified of things like sharks. Oh, uh, totally. Actually, mostly sharks. They scare me. And, most of the ocean we haven't even explored here. And I know we haven't explored most of space. So there could be a bunch of 
scary shit out there. But I just feel like if I'm just like hanging around, floating around our solar system or something, all right, I'm cool. I might, you know, I probably just won't see anything. I just probably have to get used to the fact that I'll be alone forever. But I don't want to be anywhere near the possibility of having a shark near me. But even just being in, at the beach a couple of weeks ago, Myrtle Beach, I was like, man, I don't want to go too far in there because you never know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, fuck that. I'd rather be floating around in space because either way, if you take off whatever helmet you're wearing, you're going to die. In space, you can't breathe, no oxygen or water, you'll drown. Uh, I just, I think you could probably go faster in space, probably just like explode like, if you take off your pressure suit. I think there's too water. many known predators underwater that I'm not trying yeah. to um, yeah. call my neighbors. And if you see those shows where they show you like the deep stuff where like they just leave like a, like some like buggy at the bottom of the ocean as far as it can go and it's like complete darkness, it's so scary the other shit that comes out of there. It's like, no, 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 no. This is not how I go fucking covered in darkness and shit. At least in space. Maybe I'll see something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You're floating around like dee dee dee. I don't know. Definitely definitely different. <laughs> what about, and also the views in space. Amazing. Yeah, fucking sweet. Exactly. I can see okay. Mars. I can see Uranus. <laughs> yes. It's pretty Someone big. It. <laughs> um, okay. Do you think cancel culture is practically cyberbullying? No, I don't. I think people, when people go too extreme on things, uh, then it can be bullying. But the original concept of cancel culture is literally weeding out the people who have just been awful human beings that should have been weeded out on. Now, do you think cancel culture is even exists? I mean, not really. I, I get the term... Because there was a mass cancellation, but there were just a lot of awful people at a time that were allowed to be working to, to do awful things. Like Louis C.K. jerking off from women. That needed to be exposed. Yeah, then, but but he wasn't necessarily canceled per se because he's still working. He's still making yeah, money. He came, and he came back. Exactly. So I think that's the thing. Like Most of these people were able to make a livelihood in one way or another. Like uh, Gina Carano, I think was his name, her name on uh, on the Star Wars uh, show with Baby Baby Yoda. Uh, she got kicked off of there because she said some pretty controversial things on Twitter, and this is a Disney produced show. So obviously they weren't going to have it, but immediately some rich millionaire hired her for her for his show. So either way, as long as they're making a living, they're not really canceled. So I don't think. That many people have been canceled, but like a Harvey Weinstein got canceled, but he deserved to because he was a fucking sexual predator. You know? but I'm sure that his experience in jail is very different than your average Joe in jail. I'm sure that he's Probably. got being taken care of, unfortunately. But that fat It'll motherfucker ain't touching no girls, and he's not going to beaches, and he's not with this torn up looking dick, been. his weird looking yeah. dick. Um, exactly. What do you think about human cloning and Wait, what do you think about gene- it? Though? Editing. Oh, can I? I oh, I. I don't think cancel culture is cyberbullying. I think if you did some shitty things, then you should be held accountable for it. Whether you're a politician, an actor, it doesn't matter. Um, I just think uh, uh, when it gets also too extreme is the problem. People are like looking back. For example, when Kevin Hart had to step down from the Oscars because of a joke he made like 15 years ago, I think that was stupid. Especially stuff that he's already been like, you know, like the humor back then wasn't you know what it should be. I've grown. I don't look at 
those things the same. Uh, you know, like him having to step down for the Oscars was bullshit. It's when people get canceled for bullshit reasons, quote unquote. But I don't. You know. I I agree with that. I, I I do think that the younger generation is 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 uber sensitive, and I worry about them living a successful life, needing constant reassurance and uh, affirmations. I just I I think that. They're a little bit too like you can't say that. That's not right. You know what? Get, get yeah, off my but, back. Get but a. That's get what a people grip. used to say about us. We were the general, the, the quote unquote participation trophy generation, is what we used to be called. And now we're the ones being like, yeah, you these goddamn kids. I think it just happens. The world is becoming more sensitive as it goes, uh, at least in this area of it. But and little by little, you know, we're just becoming those old grouchy fuckers. Like those yeah. goddamn kids weren't as tough in our were as tough as the wee ones we had in our day. Which back in my day, I had to walk to school both ways in the snow and blow my principal just to get in. Yeah. Uphill. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, what? <laughs> the good old days. Yeah, those are the days. Mm. And I still got a C minus. <laughs> I used to love blow my principal, but I'll be damned to put ketchup on that on that. Um, okay, so um, human cloning and human gene editing. Do you think it's ethical? Ooh. Is it playing God? Is it wrong I mean, to play God? If is, there is a God, it, it kind of is like playing God, but it's kind of cool. I don't know if it's. I don't know. I can't say. I think human gene editing. I don't think there's anything wrong with it if you do using it for good. For example, let's say like, you know, I just lost my dad to an awful disease. If there could have been something that they could have tweaked his genome so he wouldn't have had that, it would have been great. Or to prevent our kid, my kids or me even in the future from getting it, it would be great. Now, if you're using it to give people cancer or to like fight uh, ge- genetic warfare against enemies, you know, and fucking make their kids come out with deformities or things like that, then yeah, it just depends on what side of God if you're being a venerable god or being a vengeful one. <laughs> you know what? If- but human cloning is weird because it, it depends on the person's wishes. I think if a person was like, if I'm dying and I'm like, clone me, I think it would be cool. And you sign off with some thing where it's like, you know, kind of like being an organ donor. And, like, yeah. and then it's cool. But if you just But then like- what happens to that clone? I hope that clone – isn't like kept in a cage and used for research because a clone, if it's a yeah. true clone, is going to have the same, you know, um, human responses and feelings and emotion. You know what I mean? Like, well, uh, that depends. Well, it's done you humanely. Into, you get into an argument of nature versus nurture. Like, let's say you clone me fifty years from now, but you, this clone is set free. And like the thing is, I feel like if you clone someone, it would the person would just get to live their life and you know go to school, be. Just, just a clone of me. I hope out so. there, you know? uh, But let's say this clone of me is is cloned in America, not in Venezuela. Never, you know, learns English instead of Spanish as the first language. Doesn't have my dad to teach him the things that he learns a lot. A lot of the things I learned about being a man were, were learned from my dad, and not just a man. And Hulk Hogan. Like, yes, <laughs> you know, no Hulk Hogan on the TV. Right. No music that like all the books, all the movies, all the pop culture. Like for me, The Simpsons was something that made my sense of humor a lot of what it is. And I was lucky to be a kid in the time when The Simpsons was at its peak with its writing. You know what I mean? If I was a kid right now, I probably maybe wouldn't fall into it. You know what I mean? So no cherry bombs for you. 
no cherry blast for me. <laughs> so it's just, a, you know, I do think that if you put me in a totally different environment, I turn out totally different. So uh, it, it's crazy. It's not the clone wouldn't be you per se. It would be you in a genetic level, but emotionally speaking, it be, might be totally something else. Deep, man. <laughs> I say go for it. If you have the technology yeah. to do it, and to me, like advances in, in, in science, whether it's cloning or if it's research to help min- mitigate the symptoms or the or the prevalence of a really bad disease, to me, it's all the same thing. Like if, if you have yeah. the means to do it, go for it. Why not? Yeah. You know, now, it would be weird if you could clone yourself where you're still like, you know, like, let's say you can't have a baby, but you could clone yourself. You just raise yourself. <laughs> that would be kind of crazy. Did you know that there's like a director, like a national like director of like reproduction in Japan? Because they have this like crisis right now where they're not um, reproducing as much yeah, in, in Japan. Yeah, they're and very so, shy culture. And there's a lot more dudes than girls too. So it's a problem. You know, not to get too personal, but in my family, we have a lot of mental health issues. And so I'm not sure what my sister's reason is, but she's decided not to have children. I'm, if I if I were to have any children, I would like to adopt because I would like to. Well, well you and Aspire kind of have to. <laughs> well, correct, correct. But I wouldn't want to use my own. I, I wouldn't want to use my own um, um, swimmers to use a surrogate or, or do artificial insemination of any any sort. I would rather just. Well, I don't blame you because what if you get a crazy bitch? How do you pick? What girl you'd want to have your kids? Because oh, you're married to a smarter, you know what I mean. So you know that you're going to be with him, but you wouldn't be taking his half. So it's a, you got to be. How do you pick a surrogate? Is my thing. You know. I don't know how that People works. Lying. <laughs> but I, but I, I, I would be. I think that there's so many kids that deserve homes, and why not? If I, I would, I would love to adopt. Yeah. I would, I would love to adopt a whole freaking soccer team. I had the the funds to do it, um, but but I, I just think it's so interesting that. There's a guy who's in charge of like reproduction in Japan, and like what 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 are you gonna do? I, I saw an article recently that he wore a pregnant belly for 24 hours to get some insight on what it's like to be a woman. I yeah. thought to myself, like, it's are you heavy. Kidding me? It's like, heavy. No, I just- oh, now you're an expert because you wore a, a bowling ball around your stomach for uh, for a day. You know, they have uh, they actually have machines. It's like these things that you like. It's like a little thing you put on your belly, and they simulate like the pain. Oh, the contractions! I've seen that the contractions, and they just put them on dudes, and like ah. Yeah, <laughs> and I also saw another one that they do it for the cramping for periods too, and they literally like they put it on this dude, and he was like, "Oh my god, this is what you live with once a month." <laughs> yeah, this reproduction director should have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for However, for a year, and then talk to me. In Japan, it's really like a thing where it's like our civilization is just not growing. Like we're gonna we're gonna extinct. You know why? There's but, no space. But they're very shy. The, but and well, the, it's it's that's true. It's such a Tokyo time. is so cramped. You think New but York? That's is just very taboo. Yikes. And it's like these dudes are growing up. Essentially, these nerdy kids are growing up and buying sex toys and doing all these things instead of actually meeting a girl. It's like virtual sex has become a thing. Like sex toys. Like all these. That this market has exploded over there. 
I actually weirdly read a book about this. So <laughs> it's about it's actually an Aziz Ansari's book about dating in different cultures. And you touch on Japan, France, uh, a couple of places in Latin America, and the, kind of the differences of it. So in Japan, it's just, you know, these men are growing up shyer and shyer. So uh, it's they're just it's harder for them to go up to meet a woman at all. And they just completely stay away from it. I, I I think I read somewhere and when I said read, you know, I mean, I watched a YouTube video. Maybe someone told me, <laughs> but I think it was like vulgar for a while in, um, in uh, Korean television to do this gesture for obvious reasons. Wait, you, ah, because it was too tiny. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> okay, so we have we have time for one more, and so um, I want to know what do you feel about whether or not prescription drug ads should be banned because it's so horrible that we as a culture feel that we are educated enough to diagnose ourselves using WebMD. So, you know, self-medication, I think, can be very harmful. Um, And so to save some money and avoid paying a doctor, people try to diagnose themselves. And it happens to be helpful sometimes, but not always. Um, so, so how do you feel about prescription drug ads? Is it fair for people to make the decision on their own and then inquire about these, these medications or, um, should they wait for the doctor to make that call for them? Well, here's the thing where it's the magic word, it's prescription. So even if they go to a doctor and say, Hey, I'm sick and I think I need this. The doctor that looks at them says, no, you don't. So most, at least I like to think that. In most cases, a doctor would not prescribe something that someone needs. However, <laughs> here's where the other side of the penny comes in. I mean, I, I have seen it firsthand, you know, people, uh, the, the, the American healthcare uh, world is a business, you know, it's, it's, it's expensive. It's treated, it's treated as a business, you know, like, like even like parking in a hospital, you have to pay money. Everything costs money when you're the patient everything costs money and you get these astronomical bills and you know, it's kind of how it all keeps the insurance keeps pushing everything around and, and it, it's insane how it be. So I can see some doctors who do get bought up by, you know, who's, who's are sponsored by certain drugs and things like that, prescribing something. But for the most part, these guys sign or these guys and girls sign a Hippocratic oath, oath, which means, not an oath. That is a, that's something you eat. A, a Hippocratic oath, which means that they swear to do what's right for the patient. So as long as, I mean, if people inquire about shit and the doctor isn't doing anything about it, I don't really care. Because I will say there's drugs out there where you see ads like, hey, this could help me. This could be beneficial for me. So as long as it's useful, because there's so much shit out there. And I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm- I think this should be just more realistic. Like the ads are insane. Like, well, if you take Novocaine and you're like sitting this person walking around like with side like waving to everybody, high fiving his bros, you might lose your penis. <laughs> <It's> like what? <laughs> like if you take this medication, you can do all the fun things you used to do and haven't been able to, like feed your dog, go hiking, you know, jump in a rowboat. I don't know. I um I, I side effects you know, might include heart attack, medication, lost penis, your asshole might grow three <laughs> inches. You might forget who your grandpa yeah. is. And you might become slightly racist. Yeah. Ask <laughs> the world if Adderall is for you. <laughs> you know, I I uh um my 
co-pays and medication, you know, co-pays when I pick up my prescriptions, I mean, my specialist co-pays when I see my psychiatrist or my psychologist or my my doctor once a month to check my vitals to make sure that all my medications, okay, it, it all adds up and it's, it's a few hundred dollars a month just to make sure that I'm not psycho. So there was a time when I, during the pandemic, um, went uh, went online to one of these resources where I saw someone for like, 20 minutes virtually to talk about my feelings and then they prescribed some medication to me and I was like a fucking psycho. I went the cheap route and I got exactly my money's worth and it was horrible and it was harder to cancel my subscription subscription for all this medication. Then when I went to go see <laughs> an actual doctor in person, they were like, how did you obtain this medication? Like what specialists gave this to you and did they did they check this and that and this and that like it, it was just so shady how it all went down dude look yeah, at this they're supposed I, got, to check this stuff. I got all this medicine here just like oh my here. god i take all this stuff i got some that i haven't even opened up yet i got all oh i'm like a, a drug addict what the fuck simo i know i'm a hot mess express if it's Do what? In Baltimore. Oh, if it's then guy live in Baltimore anymore. If you're jiggling that shit, some crackhead would definitely crawl through the window behind you, like like the zombies in Dawn of the Dead. Like, oh, give uh, me. <laughs> I'd be like, watch out, dude. This packs will make you fat. <laughs> yeah. Use it your own risk. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Damn. Well, we definitely have quite some interesting takes. And look at this, America. In some instances, Carlos and I were able to agree to disagree without any hurt feelings. Yes, Remember when we used to have right. healthy discussions and not get totally. butt hurt over some dumb shit? Absolutely. And literally, all we're going to do is get off this podcast and I'm going to egg Simo's house without telling him like an adult. God, and I'm going to tell all of our mutual friends how I'm right and he's wrong, but he doesn't know any better because he does. <laughs> he's not from here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm already posting in his grinder account that he's positive for HIV. So no, he has it. So, <laughs> we're adults here, you guys. Wait, I have a medicine <laughs> right here so that I can't catch it. It's what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Osmar is like, do you still need that? Yeah. Anyone that has sex is at risk. And he's yeah, like, well, we're sure. monogamous. Yeah, until you drink too much and make a mistake. <laughs> I'm not gonna live with that mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've shared some stories on this very podcast. So. I, I've anyway. I've I've read too much stuff. I heard too much stuff from mutual friends. Uh, hell no, nah. no. Yeah. My body, my choice. Hey man, unless you live in Texas. But on that note, uh, follow us on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. Follow our awesome YouTube page at tiny.cc slash Frat Chat Podcast. Uh, it's awesome. Content's doing very well on there. So keep doing it. Make sure you follow me on all social channels at Carlos Does The World. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on TikTok. And at Carlos Does World on Twitter. Make sure you follow Mr. Simo over there at chris.more.comedy on the old Instagram and now on TikTok machines and then see more comedy on the twitter and that's all we got while he bogues over there and his little man bun now he looks like a fish look at him go look at him. he looks like a i always knew he was a gay fish <laughs> i'm not a monkey <laughs> and i don't know if that's racist or not so <laughs> let's get out of here no <laughs> oh god <laughs> 
Um, uh, on that note, I'd like to quickly adjourn this meeting. <laughs> and a second before we get canceled. <laughs> Peace. All right, you guys. We'll be back next week. See you. Bye. I'm always right. Ha, ha, ha.